0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: And welcome, folks, to another edition of On Point with Victor. I am Victor Arrman, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Thanks for joining me today, guys. You know, there's so much... Oh my gosh! There's so much to get to, and I—what I, is left to say about this impeachment mess that's going on? I mean, what more can I say to get through some of the thick skulls of the uh, sycophants out there? And when I say sycophants, I mean those of you out there who are married to the letter D, folks. What's going on right now? And 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 when you hear me, and when you hear a, a lot of others um, out there who are on the radio or or TV or 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 whenever you watch cnn and they like to to disparage uh people like me for defending trump they know everything they say is that you're defending trump you're defending trump folks we aren't at, well let me speak for me let me speak for myself i'm not out here to defend donald j trump um am i supporting him absolutely is he, are his policies absolutely kicking butt yes Uh, Are we better off today than we were three years ago? Yes. But when it comes to this impeachment fiasco that's going on right now, it's not about defending Trump. It's about defending the office of the presidency. It's about defending the Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try and explain this to to everyone right now. I'm going to do my version of explaining this because I I like to try and break this down into – and to just language that's easily understandable, let me put it that way, I, I there's a lot of fodder out there. Um, if, if you listen to CNN and MSNBC and NBC and ABC and CBS and, and NPR, you know, if you listen to the lamestream media, they're – they're oh my gosh, for lack of a better word, they're bastardizing the Constitution, and they're giving marching orders, marching orders uh, by Adam Shift and Jerry Nadler. Uh, they're coming out. If you'll notice and and listen, you don't have to take my word for this, just pay attention. Watch what they do when they go in and they do their hours and hours of of just absolutely making things up. Folks, is I mean, they're doing a lot of this. Is it's just it's a travesty. But then they come out and they do these little press conferences, and they'll throw out these little key phrases. It's as if they're doing real time focus grouping. While they must have Adam Schiff's and and Jerry Nadler's team, or, or their whoever works for their their congressional, you know, their team uh, must be out there doing focus grouping. While Adam Shift and Nadler's in in there on the Senate floor, just really destroying. <laughs> the halls of senate, let's just put it that way um, but they must be out there doing focus groups because you'll see Schiff come out and you'll see Nadler come out and they will do these press conferences and if you just watch them, they'll try to throw out these key terms, whatever they think is going to stick, like right now Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton everything is Hamilton and don't for a second think that Adam Schiff reveres Alexander Hamilton or reveres. suddenly he reveres the founding fathers no. The reason why he's bringing up Hamilton Hamilton is because he thinks the young people out there, he thinks dumbed down America, he thinks that those of you out there who, who I like to call the dumb masses, and um, and I got that from the awesome guy we used to have in Atlanta, Neil, Mr. Neil Bortz. Um, he used to refer to people as, as, as the dumb masses, and that's with an M, masses, because there's a lot of people out there who vote because they're married to a letter or they just go vote because they're following a flock. You know, there, there, there are a lot of people out there who just haven't been properly educated on the history of this country. So, we just call them the, the masses and and that's who Nadler and and Shift are appealing to. They're hoping that there's enough uninformed people out there that when they can that they they've seen the play or the musical Hamilton. So since there's a musical out there called Hamilton, they think, oh, well, well, Hamilton, they're going to know that name. That's going to give us legitimacy. So that's why you're seeing shift with this nonstop Hamilton, 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 Hamilton. And it's funny. If you know anything about history or, or if you just want to take – and look, folks, I understand that there's a lot going on. And most of you conservatives out there, libertarians out there, independents, uh, you've got to work for a living and, and you're hardworking and you don't have time to – to uh, do a lot of reading maybe on, on the history. And and let's face it, when you think of I've got some downtime, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to look as, uh, watch some TV, the first thing that comes to your mind is probably not, hey, let's look at the history of this country or let's take a time and, lo- and watch a little history or read a little history. I understand that. I really do. Um, but it wouldn't hurt in a time like this to, to maybe take a family night, take a movie night, and, and do a little, just do a little reading on, on the history. Read the Constitution, read parts of it, read the preamble. Um, you will be floored. Uh, read some of the uh, Federalist Papers and, and, and understand why the Federalist Papers were written. Understand that the Federalist Papers that were written were answering questions. You know, do some investigation and understand where the Founding Fathers were coming from. And then you'll see what I'm talking about when when Adam Schiff is running around, uh, bringing up uh, Hamilton, 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 and so I, you know, I, I I'm going in so many directions right now in my head. So I'm going to try and bring this bring this down to a a um, easy 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 way for for you guys to understand and keep this on a on a good line here. But think about this: while Adam Schiff and Nadler and Pelosi are suddenly revering the, the founding fathers. All of a sudden, they want to put the founding fathers on a pedestal. All of a sudden, the Constitution means something to Nadler and to Shift and to Pelosi. All of a sudden, it's the Constitution that they say they're fighting for. Ladies and gentlemen, do a little bit of research and go back, not several months ago but uh, i mean a year ago or two years ago the last 20 years the democrat party has called the founding fathers racist the founding fathers they like to tell you all of them they like to say were slave owners when they all were not uh, but they tell you that the founding fathers were old white men who, who are outdated today uh, they were old white racist men the constitution is racist this is what they have been saying for the past 20 years. And now, now, because they want you to throw a duly elected president out of office, now they want to protect the Constitution, they say. Now they want to bring the Constitution and put that at the forefront. But it wasn't just a few months, two to years, but like I said, the last 20 years, easily. They have called the Constitution everything but a great document. They've called it racist. They've called it outdated. They've called it a living, breathing document that must be changed and adapted to today's world. Um, they call it all these things and they call the founding fathers, they've called them racist. They called them, uh, just evil men. They called them terrible white men. They've called them everything except great men. They haven't said that until now. Now, all of a sudden, Hamilton and Madison and Jefferson and Washington, um, all of a sudden, they're to be revered because in their name, you're supposed to throw out a duly elected president named Donald J. Trump. Uh, Folks, we've got to be smarter than this. We cannot continue to give the, the politicians, the establishment, this kind of power. And we've got to push back. Um, so just keep that in mind. And, and like I said, it won't take you long if you do a little uh, searching on the webs, you know, the duck, duck goes and the Googles. Um, even in YouTube, uh, on YouTube, you can go back and find videos of these people trashing the Constitution, absolutely trashing the Founding Fathers. But now we're supposed to believe that they suddenly care about the Constitution. And folks, think about this. Think about this. While they're trying to hold up the Constitution and tell you that the impeachment is there so they can get rid of somebody like Trump, where are they when they're trying to take away your right to self-defense? Ladies and gentlemen, the Second Amendment is one of the most clear and concise amendments in the Constitution. One of the most clear and concise and to the point without any clarification needed – In the Bill of Rights is the Second Amendment. The right to bear arms. That is very clear. The right shall not be infringed. That is very clear. There's no ambiguity in the language of the Second Amendment. But yet, every Democrat today will trash the Constitution and trash the Founding Fathers because they want to take that amendment away. They want to seize your guns. So when it comes to the Second Amendment, we're going to trash the founding fathers. We're going to trash the Constitution, and we're going to tell you that that's just ridiculous. That must be changed. But when it comes to trying to tell you that you need to remove a sitting president from office, and not we, the people, but they, the establishment, need to go against what the public has said, what the voter has said, that they have to remove them. ...through the impeachment clause. And what, what greatness now there is in the Constitution, what greatness now there is in the Founding Fathers, how they just care so much about the Founding Fathers that they must throw out Donald Trump. It just doesn't make sense, folks, and and, and it's just – it's a bunch of hypocrisy, and that's my point right now is just really take a moment. Don't be sucked in to a lot of the lies and the hyperbole that uh, Adam Schiff and, and Nadler are using. And look, I I hate to have to sit here and say and point out lies, but Adam Schiff is lying. Uh, I I mean it's 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 unbelievable that an elected official who's supposed to serve the people will put his quest for power in front of serving the people that he's supposed to be serving, and that's what's going on right now, folks. We're Nine ten months away from an election, we're nine ten months away from the people of this country making the decision of Donald Trump's fate. Either the people of this country are going to overwhelmingly elect him, or they're going to overwhelmingly throw him out. There's there's quite a bit of division being sowed right now, and and it, and it's unfortunate because it's being sown by the establishment politicians, the career politicians, the career bureaucrats. And they're trying to convince you that they need to throw out a duly elected president because why? They don't want to trust we the people. And that's awful. Ladies and gentlemen, the impeachment clause that's put in the Constitution was never, ever, ever meant to be used as a political device. And what I mean by that is it's never that it was never meant to be used to throw out a president because you didn't like him. It was never meant to be used to throw out a president because your guy lost. And that's what's happening here. If the Democrats had an ounce of integrity today, they would rescind the articles of impeachment and they would say, we're going to put this in the hands of the people. We're going to go out and we're going to get on the ground and we're going to fight and we're going to try to convince people why we think uh, we deserve a shot at the presidency and why we think you should throw out Donald Trump. That would be integrity. But that's something that today's Democrats just don't have. Um, Okay, folks, I know I said a lot in that in that bit, but it's just it's really bugging me what's going on right now. And I really want to try and put it into terms that everyone can understand. So we're going to go to our first break here. And then when we get back we're going to um let's see I, I i i might get into it just a little bit more about this and a little bit more about shift and and then and then we'll get into some other things so uh, hang tight you're listening to America's web radio we'll be right back after this break
2: My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at possibly a march implementation, ribbon-cutting ceremony, and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project. You can donate at jcvets.org.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Back, folks. This is America's Web Radio. You are tuned into, and this is On Point with Victor. Uh, thanks for joining me again today, folks. This is awesome, awesome. I want to thank all the listeners. I want to thank the patron uh, members, and, and if you're out there and you want to support On Point with Victor. Uh, you can do so. You can do so by joining the patron and be, or becoming a patron, I should say. And, and it can be done for as low, little as five dollars a month and then for as much as you want after that. Um, so you can find out about that if you just go to americaswebradio.com, americaswebradio.com. And email me, folks. Be, you can join me and, and ask me questions and do all those good things at, victor at com, victor at americaswebradio.com. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, Radio Victor. Just look me up on Instagram, Radio Victor. You can find me on Facebook, Victor Armendariz. Just make sure you spell it right, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. Okay, so when we went uh, before the last break, I was telling you guys, uh, you know, basically, what an absolute travesty that's going on right now. And, and, And this isn't about, you know, the impeachment thing isn't just about defending Trump. So, yes of course trump needs defending because they're trying to impeach him but it's much bigger than that um what's going on and what what's happening right now is is not only is president trump being defended but the office of the presidency is being defended and the constitution itself is being defended that's what's going to win here um i don't want you don't look at this when when donald trump gets acquitted and and for all intents and purposes he should be acquitted, and it should happen soon and fast. Um, unfortunately, with the establishment Republicans, it won't happen fast enough. But but look, he's going to get acquitted. I mean, he should. He should. <laughs> so, um, but when he does, it's not. You know, we shouldn't jump up and down and go, Donald Trump won. And and I hope, I hope, I hope someone's listening now who who hasn't who has Donald Trump's ear, because what I would love for President Trump to do. When he's acquitted, as he should have a a, um, he, maybe do this at the State of the Union, uh, or or do a press conference. But if not, State of the Union would be perfect time for this. And because if I were were President Trump, um, and 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 I had just you know been impeached, gone through the trial, and was acquitted, uh, I would uh, address the the the, the country uh, through the State of the Union, and I would explain, ladies and gentlemen. We just went through some, we just put the American people through something that they didn't deserve to go through. Uh, we just wasted millions of taxpayer dollars because we have a party in this country. We have a, a group of people who many Americans elected to represent them who forgot that they represent you. We have a body here in the establishment Washington swamp or, or this establishment city. Where there's a ton of people who forgot they work and represent you, the people. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I'm sorry that they had to, They felt the need to waste so much of your hard-earned dollars. Because that's what's happened. But I'm here tonight addressing you and addressing the Senate addressing the, the House and addressing Congress. I'm here tonight to let you know that the Constitution won. Once I was acquitted, it's, it's not just a victory for me. This is a victory for you, the people, and it's a victory for the United States Constitution. That's the kind of thing I, I want. I hope. I hope President Trump says so. I hope somebody gets to him, and I hope that's how he addresses the people. Because once he's acquitted, it really isn't just a victory for him. It's going to be a victory for the people. It's going to be a victory for the Constitution. And and if you're a Democrat, if you're a sycophant Democrat, if you're a person who's letter who married to the letter D, and you just can't you can't break yourself because you hate Donald Trump or you hate the way he tweets or you've been conditioned. You've been conditioned that you can't like anyone that doesn't have the letter D. If that's you, then listen to me closely here. Listen to me. If the Democrats get away with what they're doing right now, if they get away with, with – they're basically changing the Constitution without going through legislation, and and that's ridiculous. And And what I mean by that is they're taking the impeachment clause and they're turning it into a – well, we're going to use this because we don't like the president. So instead of being the the bar for impeachment, high crimes and misdemeanor, bribery, those are very high bars. But what the Democrats are doing right now is they've lowered that bar to as low as it can get to to the point of, well, we, we lost. We don't like it that we lost. We don't like this president. And he's succeeding way too much. So we must get him out and that's that's what they're doing and if they set that bar if Donald J Trump is removed and this impeachment is full on effect then let me tell you how you as a democrat lose because from here on out that precedent will be set and from here on out every president that wins let's say a democrat let's say your 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 socialist sanders wins next or or your fake indian warren wins next or a quid pro Fred <laughs> Quo, Quo Joe wins. Um if the Republicans win the House, then because of the precedents that the Democrats have set, they will be able to impeach whatever Democrat president you guys elect. Do you want this? And listen to me closely because I this is not hyperbole and I'm not making this up, but there's no embellishment going on right now. I'm not doing any of that. Whatever precedent is set today can be done and repeated tomorrow. So if the Republicans in, let's say, in 2024, a Democrat wins the presidency, but the Republicans win the House, there is nothing that can stop the House under Republican control from impeaching, immediately impeaching, whatever president the Democrats win with. So if it's Warren, if it's Sanders, if it's Biden, there's nothing to stop a Republican House from impeaching him. Why? Because the bar will have been reduced to that level of, well, we don't like this president, especially Joe Biden. If Joe Biden wins, that will be an easy one because he actually did perform a quid pro quo. Uh, It's on video. So so understand why I'm saying that we must defend not just Donald Trump in this case going on right now. We, the people, must be defended and the Constitution must be defended. Because if it is not, then that precedent is set, that bar is lowered, and whatever president wins can be impeached. And basically, we're going to go down a history, a historical road of every president being impeached from here on out. And I'll tell you this. My, my, my gut tells me that the Republicans don't have the backbone to do it. So um, if it's anyone else other than Joe Biden, the, the Republicans, establishment Republicans, probably wouldn't have the backbone to do what the Democrats are doing to Donald Trump. And that's a shame uh, because the Democrats probably are banking on this. Uh, but I guarantee you every Republican president elected after Donald J. Trump is going to be impeached if we allow this impeachment to go through. So, again, it's not about – just about defending Donald Trump. We've got to defend the Constitution. We do not want to go down a historical road. We don't want to plow history by impeaching every president that's elected after Donald J. Trump, and that's what's going to happen. And, and, it's, and it's horrible, 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 horrible. It's not a way to not, – not a way – this country's too great for that. It really is. So here's what I want to see happen. I want to see the Republicans get a freaking backbone. I want to see the the establishment Republicans stand up after this 24 hours of a a shift show that we're seeing and stand up and go, there's no basis for impeachment here. We must stand for the people we represent. We must stand for the Constitution that gives us this awesome, wonderful uh, form of government. We must stand for that, and by this, what we must do is dismiss this case, and this case must be dismissed, and and throw it out, and let's get on with the business of the country. And if they can't get the backbone to do that, then go through with the trial, and we need to have 100 percent of the Republicans voting to acquit Donald Trump. And I'm here to tell you when that happens because it should happen and when it does happen there's going to be probably at minimum two democrats that vote with the republicans in an acquittal of Donald J Trump Trust me on this trust me there's 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 a there's a senator in Alabama who's probably going to lose his seat in 2024 and boy I hope he does but he is not going to vote to convict Donald Trump So he's going to vote for the Republicans. There's a senator in West Virginia, Joe Manchin. Now, he's not up for reelection in 2024, but he is not going to take a chance on uh, the people turning against him and throwing him out in 2026, which they should do anyway. They should have thrown him out last time. But that guy, Joe Manchin, will vote with the Republicans to acquit Donald J. Trump. So – I'm telling you folks, those two Democrats are going to vote with the Republicans. Now, are we going to have some defections on the Republican side? Are we going to have some morons like Romney? I mean, my goodness, the people of Utah, what have you done? What were you thinking? And I just want any listener out there in Utah that's listening to me right now, and I know I have a couple, do what you can now. Start now because you've got to find a candidate. To beat Trump in 2026 – I'm sorry – to beat Romney in 2026, Uh, you've got to find a candidate that can start now so they can knock Romney out in 2026. He's a disgrace to the people of Utah, and he's a disgrace to to this country. And uh, I'm serious. I mean that. Um, You know, if you read a little history and you go back and you learn about Benedict Arnold, I think Romney is the new Benedict Arnold. And, uh, I just hope the people of Utah fix the mistake that they made. And, and then there's, Mac- oh my gosh, uh, Collins. And, uh, there's, um, uh, Lamar Alexander, I believe. I mean, there's a couple of them, folks, that are, that are wavering. Uh, or at least they've shown that they can be made, they, that the pressure for the Democrats can get to them. And, and it's a shame. But, uh, Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope that they can dismiss this soon. Uh, and while I'm on this topic about how this case should end, uh, because, again, I don't even think it should come down to a vote of acquittal. It should come down to the Senate throwing out and dismissing this case. Uh, but, again, I don't think they have the backbone to do it. So uh, it's probably going to go to where uh, their senators are going to have to vote for either acquittal or they'll vote for conviction. Um and so I I have a message. I have a message for a few senators. Um, I have a message for Martha McSally, Martha McSally of Arizona. I want you to pay attention, uh, and if you're in Arizona, pay attention because you elected her. Uh, and, and I'm not n- nothing wrong with her. She's an amazing lady. I mean, this Martha McSally was a, f- a former fighter pilot, so uh, I, I'm not disparaging her. I just know she can be a little weak kneed when it comes to Democrat pressure. So I've got a message for her, and I've got a message for Joni Ernst. Joni Ernst is uh, from the great state of Iowa, and she is also an amazing woman. Uh, She was a former military officer, uh, but again, she has shown the proclivity to be a little bit weak-kneed when under the pressure of Democrats or the media. So um, I'm speaking right now. I want to give a message to Martha McSally, to Joni Ernst. I want to give a message to uh, Tom Tillis, Tom Tillis of North Carolina. You need to listen to me right now, and so do your supporters, and Corey Gardner of Colorado. I've got a message for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a break, and when I come back from this break, uh, I'm going to to give you my message that I have for Martha McSally, Joni Ernst, Tom Tillis, and Corey Gardner. We'll get back. I'll give that message. You stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com. And we'll get back to you. Thank you.
1: And welcome back, folks. This is on point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderis, and uh, we're back here on America's Web Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Um, look, folks. When we left the the last break, uh, I was telling you about a message that I want to give to uh, Martha McSally, Joni Ernst, uh, Tom Tillis, and Cory Gardner. Uh, they're all senators, and they're all senators that um, I'm not putting them in the Romney camp by any means. But they're they're senators that that tend to cave a little bit when the media starts on them. Um, they're senators that that kind of. I think they want to be liked by the media, and I think they get a little little scared when the media starts hounding them, and they start thinking um, that they're going to get trashed by the media, and and and, and, and you know and look, it's got to be hard sometimes. You know, everybody wants to be liked, so it's understandable. It's understandable that not everybody can have that that really strong. Uh, how do I put this? Confident backbone. To where you can stand up to the media and understand that the media is never going to have your best interest at heart unless you are a socialist democrat. But for some reason, there's a whole lot of establishment republicans that want to continue to play the game. That is the Washington swamp. And they think if they just give a little here and a little there, that the media is going to like them. And my goodness, folks, the biggest lesson they should have learned is what happened to John McCain. John McCain, who the media called everything but a child of God when he ran against Obama, still tried to play nice with them. John McCain, who was called a racist and and everything else when he ran against precious Obama, still tried to play nice with the media because he still had in his head that, oh, I can play nice and they're going to like me. And boy, did McCain take his opportunity when when Trump came around because all of a sudden the media loved McCain because they loved anyone that would go against uh, Donald Trump but that's not the way. You're not representing people. You're not being true to yourself when that kind of stuff happens. And that was the problem I had with McCain. But now we've got these four senators who who again, I'm not putting them in the Romney camp, but they are in the camp of I want to be liked by the media and if I if I go against Trump or if I if I push back a little bit, if I can show that uh, look at me, I can I can cross the aisle. Not knowing that they're probably screwing the American people in a way, their own rep- the people they represent, but, be- but they're doing it because of the swamp. They're doing it because that bubble they live in says, if you play nice with us, we'll be nice with you in the media. If you push back against the Republicans, your own party, then you're going to be well-received in the media. And then somehow this bubble that's Washington, they convince these senators – that a majority of the American people are are on the side of the media, and it's just not true. It's just not true. Uh, so, so my message for Tom Tillis, Corey Gardner, uh, Joni Ernest, and Martha McSally. My message is to you: Butch up, man up, or feminist up, whatever. Term works for you. Get that backbone. Find that backbone. I'm not telling you that you have to be as crass or direct as President Trump, but if there's anything Donald J. Trump has shown us in the past three years, is that the American people want somebody who fights back. The American people want somebody who stands up for them. The American people want somebody and will reward somebody and will appreciate the person who goes and stands up to the Washington swamp. And that's what I'm asking for these senators to do. Stop wavering on this issue of witnesses. Stop wavering when the Democrats are telling you and trying to convince you that the media will like you and you'll get favorable coverage if you just go against the Constitution. Because, folks, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, and and, and I'm going to put it a different way now. This fight that's going on right now about bringing witnesses in – to a to this trial it it goes against everything the constitution stands for so so this is why i'm saying it's not just about defending donald J. trump it's about defending the constitution it's about defending we the people and let me explain it to you as simply as i can if you read the Constitution, if you read Article 2, Article 3, read, read all of them, Article 1, Article 2, Article 3, read them, because it tells you the limitations of the executive branch, it tells you the limitations of the legislative branch, and it tells you the judicial branch. Um, when you read impeachment, and once you get to the where you're invoking impeachment, so where we are now, it is clearly spelt out in the Constitution. There's Again, there's no ambiguity the, the, the impeachment clause, the, the act of impeachment solely rests in the House of Representatives. The Senate cannot impeach a president. Only the House can. So clearly written in the Constitution is the impeachment clause and it clearly says the impeachment lies is the sole power of the house of representatives. So what that means is that the house of representatives is the only body that can get together and impeach a president. And they did. And that, that what they did was they impeached and they have the articles of impeachment. Then to complete the process of impeachment, the article once the house impeaches the article articles of impeachment must be sent to the senate once the senate receives the articles and then and and that that's the senate receiving the articles from the house the articles of impeachment and with that comes the house managers which are appointed by the house appointed by the speaker of the house that goes to the senate once it gets to the senate that is where the trial Happens under the Constitution, clearly written, no ambiguity. The sole group that can sit in judgment of impeachment is the Senate. The sole power rests with the Senate. What that means is the investigation, the the grand jury, whatever, however you want to call it has to happen in the House. The House of Representatives, per the Constitution, are tasked with the job of investigating, gathering evidence, putting that evidence together, and then moving to impeachment. They must do the investigation. They must call witnesses. They must do all of that in the House, put it together, back up the reason why they voted for impeachment, and then move that to the Senate. And then the Senate... It is their sole job to sit in judgment of the evidence put together by the House. So what that means is simply the House does the job of investigating. The Senate does the job of adjudicating. So now the Senate has to sit and listen to the evidence put forth by the House managers. That does not mean in any way, shape, or form that because the House didn't do their job, that now they want the Senate to do their job for them. That is not the way the Constitution is written. So, again, you cannot change the Constitution by decree. You cannot change the Constitution by pressuring some weak-kneed senators and going your way and just making the rules. You can't do that. The Constitution is clear. Now, yes, the Senate makes the rules of adjudication, and and but they cannot change the Constitution, not without two-thirds majority. And that's got to come through the legislative branch. So uh, I mean, it's in the House. So we are sitting now, and the, and the message I have for McSally and for Tillis and for Gardner and for Ernst, the message I have for these the sometime weak need Republicans – is remember your role. You took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution of the United States says that the Senate body, the body of the Senate, is their sole purpose to adjudicate in the impeachment. So the House is impeached, and now the Senate must adjudicate. And, and those of you out there who might be screaming at your radios right now or your streaming devices going, but Victor, but Victor, but Victor, what about the Supreme Court Chief Justice? What about John Roberts? He sits over there too. His purpose, and again, is spelled out in the Constitution. The, the Chief Justice is sitting there as the overseer. He is the one that's going to keep the peace. He is the one that's going to keep things civil. In fact, Chief Justice Roberts yesterday had to admonish Nadler. Um, Nadler got on the floor of the Senate and basically accused them of a cover-up. And why did he accuse them of a cover-up? Because they wouldn't change the Constitution. They wouldn't give him his precious witnesses. And again, it is not the job of the Senate to call witnesses And create more evidence. It is the job of the Senate to hear the evidence already put forth by the House and then to adjudicate. So my message to Tillis Gardner and McSally and Ernst is remember your role. You're part of the Senate. You are part of a very exclusive 100. It's a very exclusive group. But you're not there to gain power. You're there to represent the state that you that you represent, the state that you're from. You're there to represent the state, which in turn represents the people of that state. But you're there also because you took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States. So it's time for you to do your job. It's time for you, like I said, to man up, feminist up, or butch up, whichever term you want to use. It's time for you to not worry about what the media is saying about you. Listen – it takes character sometimes to be in the Washington swamp. It takes character to do the right thing. It takes character to not worry about if your precious little elitist butt is going to get reelected. You are not sent to the halls of the Senate to worry about your reelection. you are sent there to represent and uphold the Constitution, to represent the state of which you came, and represent the people of that state. That's your job. So this is what I mean by the senators when I say butch up, man up, or feminist up, because it's time to uphold the Constitution. It's time for you to tell the Democrats to go pound sand when they're trying to get you to to change your role. The Constitution is clear. You are there to adjudicate. The House had their chance to call witnesses. They had their chance to subpoena witnesses. And if, this, if, the, if the president... Uh, exercised executive privilege which is totally within his right then it goes to the judicial branch and then the judicial branch will rule on whether those subpoenas can be executed or not that's the way the house should have done it but they didn't want to do it because they told you and me that it was way 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 imperative and way we couldn't delay we had to impeach because Donald Trump was such a danger but yet when they impeached and they realized they had no evidence they set on the, they set on the impeachment articles and they didn't even give them to the house until 33 days later uh, to the senate until 33 days later so i am asking everyone out there to take off their letter d hat take off your republican hat take off your independent hat and put on your constitution hat put on the constitution hat it is time to find your character it is time to stop worrying about your power. Stop worrying about the re-election. Stop worrying about what the media is going to say about you and do your job. We will be right back.
2: My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the healing wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at possibly a March implementation, ribbon-cutting ceremony, and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project. You can donate at jcvets.org. Want
0: to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shop.
1: been uh, going through a lot and uh, maybe, maybe i'm treading on your attention but but i hope i hope i'm 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 capturing enough of your attention to to break through a little bit and and maybe give you some ammunition so because i you know we all have democrat friends we all have um independent friends and and friends who who who, who maybe maybe you know a never trumper um you know i it, it look we're 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 all kinds of people out there and and it it We can all agree on some things and disagree on some things, but we really ought to strive to find more agreement and and focus on some positive things. And so I'm hoping that I can give you some some ammunition, and and I don't want you arguing with people. Look, I've told you before, uh, have conversations and try and be persuasive, but don't ever get sucked into being angry. Don't ever be sucked into a name-calling contest. Look, you guys know that I'm I'm Hispanic, I'm of Mexican descent, and I I have told stories on here sometimes about what I've had to deal with, but never ever ever do I let it get to me. Never ever ever do I let it get mad, and I learned that from my father. Um, I, I I I remember a time when I was a very young boy, and uh, I saw my father get called a wet, a wetback, and uh, I I wasn't even sure what a wetback was at the time, but. Uh, but my father, I just, I will never forget it. My When he was called that, the just a smile came over his face. He turned around and he looked at this guy and he says, yeah, but I'm the guy you come to when you need a loan. Uh, I mean, it was just, it's hilarious, uh, you know, uh, and, and that's the power you have by not getting angry. Uh, because look, folks, I don't care what people say. Words aren't going to hurt you. Don't be a snowflake. <laughs> so um, so anyway, my point is have discussions and, and be persuasive, but don't get dragged into an argument. Don't, don't get angry, and definitely don't get into name-calling because people are going to call you names. Look, I don't care what the media says about the left, but they're some of the angriest people I've ever come to know. Uh, today's Democrats are some of the angriest people I've ever known. Uh, I... I I've been called lots of names and 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 it's just awful, and especially when uh, when you use common sense and logic, man, the liberals do not like it, the progressives definitely don't like it, and the socialist Democrats just can't handle it. so just again, take my message of positivity and 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 be positive and have your discussions and and when they get mad at you and they call you names, you know walk away. Walk away or, or, or just keep giving them facts and keep giving them um, common sense and logic and eventually <laughs> eventually they're gonna they're just gonna walk away so because they won't be able to handle it. Um, but your point will be made. and every now and then you're gonna get somebody that gives you that cock-eyed look like a, like a dog does and and uh, you may break through and, and they want to listen and, and that's a good thing. that's a good thing we'll get through to some people so um, so okay, so we left that last segment. And, and I was telling you my message to, to a couple of senators that, that I don't want them to be weak Need Now's not the time for weakness. Now's the time to stand up strong. Now's the time to find that backbone. Now's the time. And, and look, to the senators that I'm speaking about, you don't have to find a backbone in the name of President Trump. Find your backbone in the name of the Constitution. Find your backbone because of the state you represent. Find that backbone. It doesn't have to be standing for President Trump. You can stand for the Constitution, and in turn, you will stand for President Trump because he actually is doing what the Constitution allows him to do. Uh, I mean, it's really an amazing thing right now. Um, my goodness, I, I, I don't. I could get off on a tangent right now when we talk about. This lies and things that 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 Adam Schiff's trying to do and Nadler's trying to do, and trying to get convince you that somehow Donald Trump broke a law or, or or was against the Constitution somehow, which he has not done. There is no high crime, there is no misdemeanor, there is no bribery, there is no impeachable offense. The two articles that they sent to the Senate, there's no crime. So how in the hell do you impeach a president <laughs> nine months from his reelection campaign or or from the day the people get to vote? You want to throw them out because you don't like them, because there's no crime. The two articles they sent, there's no crime. So I just think about that. We've got to protect the Constitution. We, we And again, precedence is a dangerous thing. I mean, it can be a good thing, but it's also a dangerous thing. Uh, and and we don't want to set a precedence where we're throwing presidents out and impeaching them because we don't like them. Um, but but when, when you look at the lies that – I'm going to shift. Look, folks, I could go back to the Obama administration and, and point out some things that he was never impeached for that would be way more impeachable than what Donald Trump was is impeached for. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that Obama should have been impeached. I actually myself, if you want my honest opinion, I do not like the impeachment clause. I don't. Uh, if there's one, I love the United States Constitution. I love our founding fathers. I, I I admire what they did, but if you want my honest opinion, I do not like the impeachment clause. If if you ask me, is there one mistake in the Constitution? And look, folks, there are they were human. There's more than one mistake, I'm sure. Uh, but if you ask me, me Victor, what do you consider a mistake in the Constitution? I would tell you it would be the impeachment clause, because. The one person up there in that swamp that's term limited is the president of the United States. He has four years. And then the people get to send him back or throw him out. That's the way I think it should be. So I I don't – I'm not a fan of the impeachment clause. Uh, I would be saying – and again, I I, I don't advocate – I did not advocate for the impeachment of Obama even though I believe he came way closer than uh, President Trump has. And uh, and you're asking me, well, well, Victor, give me an example, I'll tell you. Um, the Obama administration gave high-powered weapons to the Mexican cartels. The Mexican cartels, in turn, killed a citizen of the United States, a border agent. Okay? That was investigated, but, but President Obama exercised executive privilege and wouldn't give up documents to this day. There are documents that they still don't have about that. So... That was basically a gun-running operation run by the Obama administration. Um, you want another example? Benghazi. The president of the United States with the secretary of state stood up and lied to the American people about an event that killed a United States ambassador. So is that impeachable, folks? Uh, a United States ambassador was murdered in Benghazi at one of our embassies and the president and it was a terrorist act and the president the Obama administration stood up the very next day and blamed it on a video. That was a lie ladies and gentlemen. It was an absolute lie. You want another example? The President Obama stood up along with his administration and told you that you would not lose your health care. You wouldn't lose your plan. You wouldn't lose your doctor. What happened? You lost your plan and you lost your doctor. So um, He knowingly lied so there's, there's, there's three examples gun running lying about Benghazi and lying about the, his health care plan uh, those are three examples right there uh, you want another one? the IRS scandal the Obama administration used the IRS to go after conservative groups namely the Tea Party groups that's highly illegal, and it's highly an abuse of power. Did he get impeached? No. Did I call for his impeachment? No. Because, again, I want to put it in the hands of the people. Uh, so so that's my honest opinion on impeachment. Uh, I don't like it. But we cannot allow uh, 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 the President Donald Trump to be impeached because you don't like him. Uh, not when you let Obama go, oh, you want another one? Obama changed immigration law. The president can't change law. The president can only sign law. He can only sign legislation into law. But President Obama changed immigration law with a pen and a phone. Uh, That right there, ladies and gentlemen, truly could have been an impeachable offense. But was he impeached? No. Did I call for it? No. No. So my point here, ladies and gentlemen, and we could go back to the Clinton, we could go back to Bush, and, more, and you can keep going back. My point is there is no way, shape, or form that President Donald J. Trump has, has committed an impeachable offense. And in order to save the Constitution, we need to stand for it. It's not Again, it's not just about standing for President Trump. So – let that soak in. Take it, and, and I hope again that, that you guys can use some of what I've told you. Use some of my examples and be nice. Be nice, but have your discussions and and, and and let people understand that you're standing up for the Constitution. You're standing up for the we the people. It's not just that you're standing up for President Trump. So if you're out there and you don't like President Trump, if you're out there and you're a Democrat and you don't want to vote for him, that's great. That's fine. Vote for whoever you want. But don't go against the Constitution, because what's done today, what's, what precedent is set today can be done tomorrow. Just take my word, please. But history has shown and will back me up. The precedence of yesterday will become the reality of tomorrow. So take that to heart. OK, so I have a few more minutes here. And I want to – I got to just touch on – you know, there was a debate uh, a week or two ago, and uh, so we got to talk about uh, what's being lost in all of this impeachment farce. And and this is unbelievable too that the Democrats are doing this, which tells me that there's a reason they're doing this, is what are you not hearing about? You're not hearing about Warren. You're not hearing about Biden. You're not hearing about Buttigieg. You're not hearing about um, uh, Sanders. You're not hearing hardly anything about the primary – season that's about to kick off. We're about a week away from the Iowa caucus. And all you're hearing about is impeachment. And and my goodness, Warren and Sanders, they can't even go campaign because they're having to sit in judgment of the Democrat farce that they call impeachment. So what are the Democrats really up to? Uh, we know that they don't like Sanders. We know that they want to take him out. So that's probably one reason why they're doing this impeachment, because they, they're keeping Sanders off the campaign trail. And, and I don't think they trust Warren anymore. Because she was their dream lady, but now not so much. So now they're pretty much squashing her because they're taking her off the campaign trail. And if you watch that boar fest of a, of a debate a couple of weeks ago – you need only look to see what CNN tried to do to Bernie Sanders to know that the Democrats are trying to take him out. CNN doesn't do anything without, um, oh my gosh, Zuckerberg telling them what to do. The anchors don't do anything without the marching orders from Zuckerberg. And Zuckerberg gets his marching orders from the Democrat Party. And the and the DNC clearly does not want Bernie Sanders to get the nomination. Uh, they They rigged the system in 2016 so he couldn't get the nomination. And now they never thought that Bernie would have the endurance – and kudos to bernie to have the endurance to keep uh, to 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 make another run at this but bernie sanders is actually leading in some polls and and there's a danger that he might become the nominee and so the democrats need to do everything they can to take him out that that's what they're doing now and if you watch that 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 debate the cnn anchor looked at bernie sanders and said bernie why did you tell uh, elizabeth warren that a woman couldn't be elected and bernie said i never say that i did not say that so bernie sanders is saying, look, I didn't say it. And then, what does the anchor do? She goes to, well, Senator Warren, how did you feel when Bernie told you that a woman couldn't be elected? So they basically called Bernie Sanders a liar to his face. And what they were doing is they were hoping that viewers were watching. And what CNN's trying to do is say, viewership, Bernie Sanders is a liar. We're going to trust Warren's truth. There's going to be a... Warren truth, and they're just going to ignore Bernie Sanders, or at least call him a liar. Is basically what they did. So when you see something like that happen, that tells me that the Democrat, and then then you look at the impeachment. They're they're keeping these senators, they're keeping them right there in the Senate, so they can't campaign. That tells me. That there's a movement going on right now to take out Bernie Sanders and probably to take out uh, Warren, uh, because they're you know they want uh, they they're they're all in for Biden now. It looks like so. So this is going to get interesting, folks. It really is. It's going to be crazy. Um, We've come to the end of the show, so listen, uh, I, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back. Tune in next week, and uh, you keep it keep your foot to the ground and, and get out there and do what you can to uphold the Constitution and stand for the Constitution. Stay tuned, folks, for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. This is Victor signing out. Goodbye.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.